This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to Jordan Pendleton coming up here Shortly, Gordon, we'll uh, see how Jordan's feeling about BYU uh, after a tough loss to Coastal Carolina. Where are you on the the can one loss create another? Where are you on that uh, line of thinking? Oh, I think that's possible if a team is isn't dialed in the way it needs to be, and if 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 uh, the Cougars go into go into that game uh, just with their heads down, the dauber down, as Bowler likes to say, then yeah, they could they could get hit upside the head and i'm sure that's what kalani is stressing this week you know to fire up and and uh move on get that taste out of your mouth let's get out to the zone phone joining us now uh he jumps on the program about once a week former cougar line linebacker jordan pendleton with us here on the big show what's going on jordan hey what's going on guys uh, give us uh, give us your thoughts on BYU. What a what a tough loss to Coastal Carolina. I you know I said on Monday uh, you know feel you know, Cougar fans are having a rough day. I'm sure, but it was one heck of a football game. Yeah, no, I'm I'm still I'm still trying to get over that one. But I will say this: it was probably it was probably the funnest game I've watched all year. It's just as far as how much was on the line, and I thought both teams played. I thought both teams competed really hard. And it, it was a fun – as a fan, it was a fun game to watch. And, and it, ha- it had a lot on the line for both teams. And, I, you know, there's a lot of BYU fans that are pretty hurt over this loss. But I've, I've kind of said this to several people. I would have I much rather taken that game. And I'm proud of BYU for taking that game on, on such a short notice. And, and, and actually, you know, going to their place and, and playing in this game against Coastal Carolina, I, was, I would much rather – take this game and lose then you know finish the season undefeated playing you know some some weaker opponents and so um all things considering i i was proud of them for taking the the game on such short notice and even though we fell short i thought they played tough i thought they played hard and uh, um and and give props to coastal carolina they were a lot better than i thought they were going to be and they did some really good things as well but all in all i was I was just glad that we played them, and I would have much rather had that than than the alternative. So, uh, Jake, before you pat yourself on the back for what Jordan just said, mm, realize realize that the discussion you and I had was that BYU would not take that game if they knew in advance they were going to lose. Which is such a and dumb discussion because it's impossible. But it's I know, the same it's, but that, but that's the discussion we had. <laughs> was an absolute knowledge that they were going to lose. Still played right. anyway. So, so uh, Jordan, what was BYU doing defensively that wasn't working, and what should they have done? Well, you know, I, one of the things I mentioned last week, and you know, we talked about the defenses, the, the defense game plan going into this was to stop the run, uh-huh. and they just they weren't able to do it. I think Coastal Carolina almost rushed for it was close to 300 yards. I think it was around 280, and that made that made the difference in the game. We talked last week also about, you know, time of possession. They almost doubled, they almost doubled us as far as how long they were able to hold on to the ball. And I think us not being able to stop the run, it, 
it, it ruined the game for us because, you know, the quarterback only had to throw it 15 times. He didn't have to do much with his arm. Uh, he, he was efficient on those 15 throws. He completed 10 of them, but they just didn't have to do much. They controlled the clock all game. And, you know, I, I've, I've heard a lot of people and I've seen a lot of tweets of people, you know, why are we not bringing any pressure and why are we only bringing three and four man pressures? Um, you know, when, when you can't stop the run, it's very hard to just unleash <laughs> like a bunch of pass rushers on on throwing plays. One, you're so worried about stopping the run, you're, you're going to try and stack the box a little bit, and you're not looking to full-out blitz because they only threw the ball 15 times. So the times that they did throw, we weren't able to get any pressure because we're only bringing three, four guys because we're so worried about stopping the run. And so, you know, I, I think us, not being able to stop their run game was the, the the biggest difference in the game because one, it not only kept our offense off the field, but you know they were able to put some long drives, take a ton of time off the clock, and they really controlled the game with their ability to run on us. So Jordan, I, I saw on Twitter uh, you were a little bit grumpy over that play with uh, Zach Wilson at the end of the half and uh, talked about uh, a response being necessary and that. That Gunter guy, he he dominated the second half too. I guess my, my question is, uh, were you surprised that BYU didn't play tougher in that game? I was a little bit. Yeah, you know that 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 guy. First off, that guy is a really good player. I, I enjoyed watching him play. He was all over the place, and and you know he he was a phenomenal player to watch. He he got after our offense all game game long. Honestly, I didn't know that that had happened. I thought, you know. Zach Wilson threw a pick on a Hail Mary right before half. And I can't remember. It was one of our receivers that tackled the player, and he kind of made a gesture over to the sideline. So I initially thought that that's what the fight was about. And as I kept watching and they kept showing the replay of of him just pummeling Zach, then I was like, oh, that's why the fight was breaking out. And honestly, I was a little, I was a little mad that we didn't, we didn't do more, honestly, like, that there's just no I'm all for killing some quarterbacks I I love how aggressive 94 was I love the way that he played but that was that was something that was completely unnecessary you know and I and I'm always been a guy like I I love to hit people when it's in between the lines and it's in between the whistle right but you know when you you got a guy that's supposed to be a, a first round draft pick um you know what if he what if he lands on his shoulder or his hand weird and, 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 you know, and he breaks his hand or he, he tears his labrum or um, breaks his collarbone, you know, like that, that would suck. And so as a player, you never want to, you, you, you obviously never want to injure somebody, but you know, at the same time, when it's after, when it's, when it's a play like that, where you're, it, it was a flag, first of all, and you got the white hat ref that literally is running in to break. He has to break it up, but yet he doesn't throw a flag. So I thought it was a cheap shot. Um, you know, if you want to go block the quarterback, by all means, go block him. But he's basically tackling him to the ground, and he did it multiple times, and I just thought it was unnecessary. But with that being said, I thought 94 was a really good player. So it is what it is. Jordan, I just read a headline uh, on a website. It says BYU quarterback Zach Wilson says he has made no decision about declaring for the NFL draft. Uh, what's your reaction to that? <laughs> what advice would you give? Yeah, well, I think I think this this game this past weekend had a lot 
I, I think this game against Coastal Carolina had a lot to do with that. I said, listen, if he if he wins this game, they go take care of San Diego State and they go undefeated and get in a good bowl game and, and win that, then there's nothing for him to prove. Like, you know, he needs to go. But but you, you got to think that that loss um, last week maybe gave him a bad taste in his mouth. And so maybe there's a part of him that wants to come back next year, hopefully in a normal year, whatever the new normal is nowadays. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, we, we've talked about this a couple times. It's just such a hard decision because you got a quarterback that's going to be a senior. Um, he's playing, you know, at BYU, which is, is known for having a lot of legendary quarterbacks. And, and he's going to have some awesome receivers that are going to be seniors with him. So, you know, it's, it's, it would be hard to not play in that offense again with, with those type of guys and, and being a senior and, and having one more year. But do you risk it? when you're supposed to go first round and uh, I don't know, man, it's just such a tough decision. I don't know what advice I would give if I was, you know, to, to somebody in his situation, it's, it's, it's 100% got to be his call and, and what's in his heart. So Jerry Sloan used to say, you can't let a team beat you twice. How hard is it to, you know, kind of stay focused to go on to the next game after a really difficult loss like that? Well, I think for BYU this year, you know, they, they've had so much hype. And, you know, the players and the coaches were were extremely confident. I think they were confident going into that game, even though they had, you know, one day to prepare. Um, but, you know, I think for BYU, now that now that they lost, now, now all the haters are coming out, right, and being like, yeah, BYU is not that good. We told you so. They finally played a good team, blah, blah, blah. So I think for BYU, it's, it's necessary – for them to go out and 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 finish this game off strong and and go out and have a dominating performance and show that no we you know we we are the team that everybody said we were yeah we lost last week but you know Coastal Carolina they were a good team they're ranked top 20 I think they played really well and and they deserve to be ranked in the top 20 but I think for BYU's sake they have even more motivation now to go out and, and put this last game behind them and, and go and prove themselves once again that they are a good team. And, and you know, last week was just they, they met a good opponent. It was on their field. They had to travel there. They had one day to prepare. And, and, and so coming out and, and, you know, dominating this game would be a huge statement for BYU. Uh, if they come out and lay an egg this week, then it's almost like the entire season was – I don't want to say a waste, but it would definitely seem like that. I want to circle back on what we talked about against Coastal Carolina about the difficulty in stopping the run. What was the problem there, Jordan? What was that? Is it because of that spread option attack or what, uh, the deception involved in it? Why was it so difficult for BYU defenders to to not only make tackles because there were a bunch of missed tackles, but there was also players out of position? Was that a function of not having enough time to prepare, or was that a function of not being talented enough to make the play? I, I think I, I think definitely. Definitely a lack of, of preparation. Um, you know, anytime you go against a team like that, that that runs the ball like that, they've they've been proven that they've been good at running the ball all year. It's very hard to, you know, there's a lot of tendencies and, and, and there's a lot of motions and, and they're in a spread and they do a lot of, you know, ride and, and different things where 
every single guy has to be in the right position and every every single guy has to know his job and you know when you're preparing you know we, we start preparing after we play on Saturday we'd start preparing on you know Sunday at least watching film and and, and getting familiar with the next team and and you know we were game planning and our defense and our assignments and everything that we did could change week to week depending on who we're playing and I just don't feel like BYU had enough time to prepare for that I don't think it was a lack of athleticism or ability I think I think uh you know their offensive line were not that big but I think they moved really well and and you know they 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 got off the ball really fast and anytime you're facing a team like that where their linemen can move I remember when we played Florida State at Florida State back in I think it was 2010 their guys just got off the ball so fast. We weren't used to seeing that kind of speed from offensive linemen. And and I'm telling you, if you don't have time to prepare for that and, and you don't have time to get all your guys and, and have a good game plan and, and put your guys in a position to succeed, it's really hard to go out and, and, and stop the run against an opponent like that. So I, I think it was a combination of not getting enough repetitions against their offense. You know, that a lot of people don't understand. We found out we were playing Thursday, but we, we had to travel on Friday. So, you know, I think Coastal Carolina, they, they're able to prepare a lot longer than we were because we're on a plane flying across the country on Friday, and there just wasn't a, enough live looks at their offense, which usually you have, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We just didn't get that, and I think it, it you know, it, it showed big time. Jordan, thank you very much as always. We appreciate it. Enjoy the game this weekend. Awesome. Hey, thanks, guys. Thank you. There's our friend Jordan Pendleton. Uh, check out uh, what he's got going on uh, at PendletonPerformance.com, by the way. If there's a, a young person or an athlete in your life you're looking to get trained up, that's what Jordan does, PendletonPerformance.com. And I'll tell you, Jake, when Jordan was talking about uh, how if, uh, if BYU had won that game and gone to a nice bowl, there'd be no reason for Zach to come back. I'm still thinking, man, all the mock drafts you see have him as one of a, a top pick. Uh, the last one I looked at had him seven, going number seven. And I don't know how you can stick around. Uh, and, and he's had some injuries in the past. Would you risk that? Would you even entertain risking that? No, and I don't think he is either. But he's being uh, thoughtful about his teammates and stuff. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you don't want his teammates don't want to hear him being like, yeah, I can't wait to get out of this joint. You know, I think he's he's being respectful. I mean, of course, he's thought about the decision, too. He's just saying the right things. Mm-hmm. And and maybe, you know, we've seen players come back for their senior years, and, and maybe Zach's one of those guys. I don't know. I, 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 I would probably make a different decision, but and I certainly wouldn't blame him either way, but I, I wouldn't read into his comments much because I, I think he's going to say the right things because he's a good teammate. His decision, it's his decision to make, man. I mean, there's no doubt about that. It just seems like there's a whole lot of money on the line. It's almost like, you know, why are you even asking the question? I get why people are asking me the question, but it's like, what do you, you know, what do you expect him to say? I don't know. He might say he's going. No, he wouldn't. He's still got at least one, maybe multiple games left with this team. But like uh, you said, if they don't ask, the first thing we're saying is, why isn't anyone yeah, asking yeah. him? No, this? I get yeah. it, but it's almost pointless because, it, what, it, honestly, what is he going to say? Yeah, can't wait until I'm out of here. I mean, I, I remember when, when Alex Smith was asked about it after the Fiesta Bowl, and even that was the last game, and he had the, the you know, kind of the courtesy to say, hey, I'll, I'll make that decision when I make it. Let's let's have some tortillas. 
tonight. <laughs> and that decision had been made by him, right? Right, right. It's just being respectful of others and teammates and those sorts of things. I got no problem with it, but I'm also not reading into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not asking the question. I'm not bringing it up because I I believe that he hasn't really thought about it. I I'm bringing it up because it's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. All right, we want to remind you about our good friends at Zero Res. A clean home is a festive home, and Zero Res has a deal for you. $33 per room of carpet cleaning. Schedule at least three rooms and get an extra room clean for free. Schedule with Zero Res today. Call them 801-288-9376. That's Zero Res. Well, more next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. highest rated most listened to sports radio afternoon show this is the big show presented by big o tires stop by your locally owned big o tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires big o tires the team you trust this is 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network you know, uh, this I got to admit, the this band does not necessarily go with the sports guy, announcer guy, big voice. You know, you have relinquished officially, Jig. Any criticism you can aim at me for picking a, a band of the day after Why? this selection? I love this song. This is a great song. I've liked this song since I was a kid. It reminds me of that movie, uh, Stand by Me. You ever watch that with River Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. Oh, that song's in it. I used to have the soundtrack to that uh, that movie. That soundtrack's pretty good, actually. When did you watch that? What, how old were you when you watched that movie? Oh, I was pretty young. Probably. Right, and it probably shouldn't be viewed when you're pretty young. Yeah. It's probably. one of those movies that stars kids, but it's really not for kids. Well, it's based on a Stephen King novel. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Shawshank, not really for the children. No. But good movie, though, nonetheless. Yes. A lot of future oh, I, stars in that movie. Corey Feldman, who was the who was the other one? The Vern was, ended up probably being... Uh, uh, what movies was he in? He ever seen the movie Chris something? He was Superman for a brief time. Oh, uh, Dean Cain. Dean Cain. There you go. Dean Cain. Anywho, sorry, Gordon. We got. Distracted. I wonder if our I wonder if our average listener finds that a fine selection. Well, I'm just, I'm, hey, I'm the one picking the band of the day here. Really, yeah. Sadly. And plus, my daughter likes it, and that's the reason I picked it. And usually, you rub that sentimental stuff in my face. So, <laughs> I mean, the so last how time... should I really feel about that, Gordon? You, 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 you making fun of my daughter? I, I will tell you this, because you both, from time to time, let your daughters choose the music. And the last time one of Gordon's daughters chose the music, I had to dump it. That's true. That did happen. Which, uh, which one was that? It was Morgan Wayland. Oh, uh, yeah. Right out of the gate. Daddy broke his back in there. Beep. <laughs> like, okay, new band. I don't think my daughter picked that one. I think no. uh, my wife picked that one. Oh, well. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get to Rudy Gobert. He had uh, some media availability today. Gordon, as uh, Jazz Camp rolls on, we've talked a lot about Rudy on the show today for obvious reasons, his future with the Jazz, and he's a very good player. Uh, but uh, here's let's play his entire availability today. Austin, go ahead. Hey, Rudy. Uh, when we were talking to Donovan, he had mentioned or just expressed how frustrating it had been over the past few years to not be able to get past that first round and that 
that feeling. It was like, that's unacceptable. We can't let that happen anymore. I'm wondering sort of what your feelings are about that, the frustration level, and what can you do to sort of combat that? I would say that is, is right. You know, I, personally, I don't see it as a frustration. I just see it as a, you know, is, is the step that we need to take. And uh, I feel like we've been there. It's just on us now to, you know, don't just get to the second round, but the goal is to, you know, to to aim higher, higher than that and, you know, get to the finals and hopefully get a chance to, to win a championship. And, you know, we know that uh, the, the few deceptions that we had in the past seasons uh, are all helpful for us to, you know, figure out the areas where we need to improve. And, you know, now we have a, we have a great opportunity this year and, uh, you know, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Okay. Next question, Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey, Rudy, good to see you. Uh, it seems crazy almost that we're just two days away from the first preseason game, but here we are uh, just wondering how practice is going in terms of, are you guys like still kind of doing general stuff? Are you starting to like get things a little more sharpened for the regular season? Um, and also how much do you expect that you and, and the main guys will kind of play in these preseason games? Uh, we've been practicing great, you know, uh, there's been great intensity and great focus uh, in every single practice, you know, so it's been, uh, you know, it's been, it's been good. It's been good. And, uh, you know, the rookies and the young, the new guys have been uh, uh, fitting in, you know, well, and we, we try to do our best to help them. And, uh, you know, I really, I really like the dynamic and the energy that's, that we have in practice right now. And I think we are excited now to, you know, get to play against somebody else, you know, other teams. And uh, for the, for the, the minutes, for the preseason games, I have no idea. You know, it's going to be on the coaching staff and the training staff to figure that out. Next up, Tony Jones, The Athletic. Hey, Rudy. Um, you know, just kind of piggybacking off of um, what Sarah said, you know, your answer there. Do you guys feel a sense of urgency, um, you know, knowing that you guys have, have kind of been on the cusp for a couple of years and not been able to break through after, you know, a couple of second round appearances? And, you know, so you guys have been a really good team. And, you know, do you feel, you know, urgency to kind of cross that threshold to become a great team? Definitely. You know, we, we want to be a great team and, you know, there's a uh, steps that, like, like, like I've said, you know, steps that we need to take. And I think we are, you know, we are being getting better individually and, and now collectively uh, every single year. Uh, obviously last year, it, it didn't really translate because we, we lost in the first round, but we really felt like we, you know, we could have, we could have ended up in a, in the Western Conference Finals, uh, but it's you know it's the the attention to the details you know and it's on like a, like we said you know like we've been saying it's on it's on us to keep growing and uh, and uh, and definitely you know we know that we're gonna have a window uh, you know that's gonna be this year and uh, the next few years and we have to to take ad advantage of that window and I really feel like you know we're gonna. We're gonna have a chance to to win it all if we if we keep going in the right direction and you know keep improving as a team. 
Okay, uh, Ryan Miller, KSL. Hey, Rudy. It has been a long time since you guys last played a game at Vivint Arena. What is the thought of returning and playing at your home court again? Uh, I would say we, we're excited, but at the same time, you know, the the best thing about playing in the Vivint Arena is the, is the fans and the crowd. So it's going to be like a, almost like a little scrimmage, like, the, like in the bubble, but, you know, it's going to be good to just get back and play you know it's been a it's been a short off season but it's been a you know a good week of training camp and we just all eager to you know to get to play against somebody else and uh, and to keep getting better and keep getting ready for the season next up we have david Locke. david rudy when we watch you here in preseason and early weeks of the season, what do you hope that we see in areas where you've improved? Uh, I would say uh, everywhere, you know, physically and uh, on the court, be able to to be even stronger with the ball, be able to finish, uh, be able to uh, create a little more attacking my man and uh, and uh, and also the free throws. I think we have been underperforming on the line. Uh, I feel like my percentage is being way lower than the that what I can do and that what I'm doing in practice. So it's uh it's on me to be a you know to be a, a, a very good free throw shooter and uh, and to just keep uh, keep improving as a passer, keep improving as a as a finisher and uh, and defensively. I feel like I, I can still improve. Okay, uh, now we have Zick, uh, excuse me, Nick Zaccardi, NBCSports.com. Uh, hi, Rudy. Thanks for talking. Uh, my question is about the Olympics, actually. And with the NBA finals in July running right up close to the Olympics, will you play at the Olympics if the Jazz make a deep playoff run? Uh, my goal is definitely to play. You know, uh, obviously, if we go to the NBA finals and we go uh, to game seven, uh, <laughs> I might miss the opening ceremony, but uh, hopefully we can... Uh, you know, we can figure it out. But my goal, yeah, is to, you know, focus 100% on the NBA season. And after that, uh, you know, uh, join the national team as, uh, as soon as possible. And, you know, the, the vacation will probably be uh, after the Olympics. All right, there you go. That's uh, Jazz Center Rudy Gobert speaking with the media today, Gordon, and, uh, and saying pretty much what you would expect uh, him to say yeah. about his current situation. Yeah, yeah, dude wants to win a championship, and uh, that's that's what he's talking about, uh, being focused on. And uh, I, I can buy that, but I think the other stuff is bouncing around inside his head, and which gets back to why I think it would be a good idea for him to uh, get that taken care of sooner rather than later. So just uh, bite the bullet and sign the, the, the offer he doesn't want to. No, I, I think uh, bring bring your best – Bring bring the best offer you got on both sides, and uh, if 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 that's what I would request if I were Rudy, I say, oh, what's the most you can pay me? What's the best you can do for me? And if it's if it's uh, agreeable with me, then I sign it. If it's not, I don't. But then everybody knows where they are. Well, I think some for, uh, fashion of that is likely happening. Yeah, you would imagine. Uh, and uh, but but I, I think you and I agree. If if 
<laughs> if you can't find that middle ground, then then Rudy's got to be traded. Uh, by the way, Austin, our friend uh, Clint tweets the show. He says it was Jerry O'Connell, not Dean Kane. In Stand By Me. Okay. Did Jerry O'Connell play Superman? I thought he did. Maybe I could be wrong about huh. that. You a big Jerry O'Connell fan? I don't know if I'd know him if he was in this room. <laughs> oh, you for sure would. <laughs> Since you're the only one in there. <laughs> hey, Jerry, oh, that's what you'd say. Superman, Christopher Reeves, uh, Dean Cain, uh, Henry Cavill. That's who I think of when I think of Superman. All right. Well, you know, maybe. Oh, here it is. The He was in a video called The Death and Return of Superman, but I don't think that's what I was thinking uh, of. Well, anywho. Uh, there you go. Jerry O'Connell. Thank you. All right. Uh, we'll get to more coming up next. It's Thursday. That means it's uh, Austin's List time, so uh, oh, brace boy. yourselves. Oh. That's, uh, that's coming up next. It is the big show. Gordon Monson. Jake Scott, I want to remind you about our good friends at Zero Res. A clean home is festive home, and Zero Res has a deal for you. $33 per room of carpet clean. Uh, schedule three rooms, and you get an extra room for free. Schedule with Zero Res today, 801-288-9376. More straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. There isn't much that makes Austin Horton angry. Wait. Who are we kidding? Almost everything makes Austin upset. This is Austin's airing of grievances. The tradition begins with the airing of grievances. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Our producer, Austin Horton, has an enemies list, and a couple times a week we uh, put some people on that list. Austin, uh, who's going on there today? Uh, first of all, uh, just uh, by way of a selfish, well, not so selfish, but a happy Hanukkah to everybody. It starts today, being uh, December right. 10th. I just wanted to throw that out there. But those that are going on the list today, let me ask you guys both a question. Have you ever bought anything off of a, a KSL Classifieds or a Facebook Marketplace uh, from the uh, the private sector? Where you, oh, from the, yeah, yeah, where you're half worried you're going to get knifed uh, at, the, at the exchange? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh, I've been there. <laughs> that, precisely. I have, yeah. I have never done that. Uh, do you really worry about that? It, yeah, it's well, I mean, probably wise to at least have it in your mind. You know, I actually, I, I enjoy the, the fantasy of it all. In fact, whenever I meet him, I say, hey, I know a great dark parking lot. You think you can meet me there at 1130 p.m.? <laughs> and then I all see right. what they say. I see what they do. Uh, but, you know, by, while we're on that, if you ever do such exchanges, don't have them come meet you at your house, please. Don't have that. And, and don't go to someone's house either. Meet in a public what, what, space. What if it's a piece of furniture? Go to Tom at the warehouse. <laughs> no one's ever used it, and it's about the same price. So, By the way, if anyone's selling furniture privately, why do you think they're getting rid of it? Probably because someone peed on it. Just saying. Or, well, what if first thing I think of. What if it's, uh, you know, just uh, didn't tie the room together or whatever? No. It, uh, I see. No. Okay. Uh, well, but, what, if somebody, what if somebody's just moving or something like that? I don't. Well, I'm telling you, I assume that you're selling your couch on KSL because it's got pee on it. Not because you can sell it to an actual buyer of furniture. Anyway, uh, jokes aside, this uh, this came to me uh, from someone on Facebook. Uh, now the good news is, the 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 item in question has found its correct owner. But here's what happened: this person's boss asked them to go meet 
someone at a certain exit here off the freeway in Salt Lake City to pick up the item that they had agreed to purchase on one of these local classified ads. He said, can you go meet someone? Uh, they, they, and uh, I said, okay, but I got to go now. And he said, okay, I'll tell them to meet you at this gas station at this exit. Uh-huh. So he gets in there. He gets a message from from the boss saying, okay, he'll be there in 12 minutes. He said, okay, cool. I'll just sit here and play on my phone. Two minutes later, a guy knocks on his car window. Knock, knock, knock. Unrolls the window. Says, uh, hi, I'm Dave. I have your lamp. And the employee said, oh, okay. And Dave said, let's plug it in, show you it works. The guy said, oh, I, I have a plug right here in my car. He's got one of those fancy cars that has the actual plug in it. It works. I say, thank you. I give him the money. I drive off. I call my boss. Hey, why am I picking up a lamp? The boss says, uh, you're not picking up a lamp. And he says, well, I just did. And then it dings on him. I was not, that was not the guy I was supposed to be meeting. He just got hustled. Uh, and uh, the boss said, Chris, is there waiting for you? And I said, wait, so it's not a guy named Dave? <laughs> <laughs> and he posts at the end, somebody out there is upset about their missing beautiful lamp. Can my bountiful friends please share this? I want to get this lamp to the rightful owner. Good news is... They eventually, at the top of the post, updated today, the lamp has been returned. Oh, well, I I couldn't sleep. (laughs) So what's, what's, who's on your list? But here's, uh, and I'm sorry to put this person on the list, but this, this, uh, this is a requirement. When you are purchasing things from the private sector and meeting in a public place and exchanging this, if you are not the person going, if you're making your underling, your employee, your subordinate go on your behalf, (laughs) tell them the name of the person they're meeting! (laughs) And if someone has asked you to meet someone off the freeway to pick up something, here's a piece of advice, because you're also going on the list because you didn't ask for the name of the person you'd be meeting! This concludes my TED Talk and two two entrants on the list. I, I really give the, the, the swindler guy a lot of credit. That he's he'd not be swindling able to... anybody. Swindler. Uh, he's unloading lamps left and right. Oh, you don't think that the guy unloading the lamp was just, you think it was just a big miscommunication, not some guy like, hey, that guy's here to meet somebody in the parking lot. I'm going to go sell him this lamp. I guess it could be. I guess it could. He could have a bunch of junk that he's. Loose lamp in the back. He just goes exit to exit looking. (laughs) This guy looks like he's buying something off classified. (laughs) Hey, I'm Dave. I've got your lamp. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. How do you you look like a guy who's buying something off classified? You pull into a gas station and just sit in your car with it running. There could only be so many reasons you're doing that. All right. So this, you're either this buying a lamp or drugs. Or you're a baseball this, this, empire who avoided the season oh, for COVID. Boom. Nice. Way nice. to tie but, two shows together, Austin. Jake, what in the world did you buy in such manner? Oh, we've bought stuff off classifieds a bunch. I do it, I do it quite often I mean, myself. Uh, you know, how else uh, am I supposed to uh, gather as many firearms as I can? <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> the gun a, show only that, rolls around once a year. I don't <laughs> Uh, I, I'll tell you why uh, the, the the most experience with it. When we moved, uh, when when Naz went to law school in San Diego, and she just moved down there with whatever we could pack into her Rav Four, we bought mm-hmm. most of the like furniture, bed, etc. Off classified ads down there. 
Okay. And yeah, you do. They're like, hey, let's meet up in this corner parking lot, uh, you know, uh, as far away from the police station as we can. Yeah. Bring cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in the cover of darkness. That's what you Right. Mean. So, yeah. my, you are going on the list today if you don't gather the information necessary before just running to some random gas station on some random freeway exit to meet some run someone some stranger that's that's on you hey this is smart. this is smart from our guy you chasta trailer that's why our designated meeting place for ksl facebook or next door sales and purchases is always the parking lot of the unified police precinct on 39th south and highland <laughs> boom. <laughs> boom that's good yeah that is good that's smart <laughs> Oh, well, that's man. how uh, that's this clever. this sort of thing is how. Um, who was the the player at Utah that was in oh, some, yeah, uh, yeah. some hot water unnecessarily? Oh, yeah, uh, the defensive uh, back. Yeah, I don't want to slay. Was it Hatfield? Hatfield, Dominic. Yeah, 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 it was Dominic, Dominic Hat- Hatfield. Mm-hmm. Which that, what a terrible situation that was. But yeah, mm. that was a more complicated scheme with like inventing phone numbers and stuff. That was actually yeah, right. criminal activity. This was just some guy named Dave who was trying to unload a lamp <laughs> to sell a lamp. <laughs> and, and you know, bad news for Dave. Guess what? He has that lamp back today. He, he still can't. He still can't unload it. Wow. They got it back to him. Hey, Jake. Uh, do you think anybody at the station has ever been on Austin's list? I am. You are. I am on Austin. I don't remember list. why. Is spiking uh, uh, baseball players with uh, with the cleats. Oh yeah, that's it. I, I admitted to doing that, and you put me on the list. You're going. Is he the only one on the list, up, man? Is, is Lloyd on the list? Not yet, but come on, it's a matter of time. Hans, Scotty, DJ. A- as of right now, it's just Jake, and uh, you, you're you're pushing it though. <laughs> what what did I do? <laughs> the whole Phillies, I root for the Phillies take. Um, do you meet people with parking lots? <laughs> Drop. No, I... Because <laughs> Gordon sure does. <laughs> I don't always meet people with Lots of lots. really when interesting people no, no. in parking lots. <laughs> Why do people always pick a parking lot? What's that all about? Do you want to what meet? are they supposed to pick? An elementary school? Right, you've got to meet up somewhere where you can, you know, put your car unless you're you're walking to meet Meet me up. on the third hill in the landfill. That doesn't work. Hey, I know I know you live in uh, Logan, but let's find a way to walk to meet up. We've got to take a place where you can take your car. The, the HOV what? lane at 4500. If, 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 I, if I said to you, okay, uh, the most popular parking lot at which people meet... Or, or, you know, exchange things or anything like that. What parking lot comes to mind? Church. I don't know. <laughs> the local church parking lot? I don't know. Why, why is that relevant? It's probably a Walmart. There's a Walmart everywhere, isn't there? Yeah, maybe something like that. But I like Shasta's idea to go to the precinct. Or, you know what? I, I increasingly like, uh, uh, would pick someplace like, more embarrassing. Like, well, such well, as? Like, uh, let's, let's meet in the... Uh, Topless clubs parking lot. <laughs> Just to see the look on their face. That is pretty funny. Jake Let's meet at Wasatch that. Medical. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of uh, the Blue Boutique on State? <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh... I've got a coupon. <laughs> is it usually, usually a parking lot that's like near a freeway exit? You know, easy access. Yeah, it usually is. It's usually not a back alley. Yeah. <laughs> You know where uh, where the methadone clinic is? We're gonna <laughs> just right. Have there you heard of Dugway? <laughs> oh man! Bring your hazmat. 
Everybody be careful out there. It's a hog rendering plant. <laughs> <laughs> Just Hold follow your breath. nose. Follow Bring some menthol for the nostrils. <laughs> All right. No, it's not close to where I live. I just like to meet there. <laughs> Good meat. I just go there a lot, you know. I'll meet you at the meat plant. All right. Stay t- Stay tuned. We'll have uh, Jonathan Tavernari next. I don't want next. that lamp that badly. Huh? 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.